up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 88-9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. (laughs) It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's happening out there? What's good? It is a, a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. It's Twisted Tuesday. It's whatever you want this Tuesday uh, to uh, be. I'm here to help you celebrate. This is this starting lineup. We're live on in the year 98.9 The Game. 98.9 The Game Studios as well. What's happening? This is Travis Sparks hanging out with you, flying solo with you today. And I got a good show uh, lined up for you today, as always. And uh, coming up here on the program, of course, I'll be getting to some local sports, some uh, all uh, across the board. A boys basketball getting tipped off last night, a girls basketball getting full swing uh, this week. And Altamont was in action. They pulled off the uh, dub, and I'll uh, talk about uh, that game, as well as uh, St. Anthony and Topolis opening a contest last night. Gee, is set for What's happening tonight in uh, turkey tournaments and even in non-conference tournaments as Altamont tipping off their season for the boys side of things this time around. And I'll talk about that just a little bit later. Also hit on some other national sports. I'll hit up on some uh, college football. Yesterday we mainly talked about Illinois and Michigan, the football game on a Saturday. Well, there were other things that happened on a Saturday in the college football world and We'll take a look at that and take a look at the polls as we enter in the next round of football rankings uh, revealed. Don't know how many changes uh, we'll see uh, there, at least in the top four spot, but uh, we'll take a look at that. Take a look at the World Cup as well uh, yesterday. Uh, Can someone put this into sports terms I can understand with the uh, USA uh, drawing yesterday? Hmm. Tough one. Feels like a loss, right? I'll also get to some NBA and NHL as well. And uh, whatever I don't get to here in the treasure, I'll get to it in the uh, podcast in one way or the other. And, uh, of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Web Pools and Spas, uh, Worth Computer Repair, and at the top of the State Bank. We appreciate them. For coming along with us, we appreciate all of you coming out with us as well. We listen here live on the air, 98.9 The Game, or 
you're catching us on the uh, podcast, however you're taking us, we uh, certainly appreciate it. All right, so I got a lot to uh, get to here today, as always, a lot on the table, and um, one hour goes by really quick, so we need to get right into it, and let's just jump right into it, and let's get to it with First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And to start off today's uh, program here on Tuesday, so uh, let's talk about some uh, Monday Night Football that happened uh, last night, and it didn't even happen in this country. That's right. It happened in uh, Mexico, Mexico uh, last night, and it was the uh, 49ers easily uh, getting by uh, the Cardinals 38-10. to Jimmy Garoppolo had it going last night in uh, Mexico City as he threw for four touchdown passes. A pair to a George Kittle and a pair to a Brandon Ayuk as well. And this was the fifth regular season NFL game played in Mexico City. And it's the first one since 2019. The Cardinals were technically the home team in this one wearing their home red jerseys. But, man, you know, this fan base of the 49ers, it travels. And I'm sure a lot of people down there are fans of these 49ers. And uh, they really showed out uh, for uh, San Francisco last night as it seemed like a very partisan uh, 49er crowd uh, there. And, uh, hey, carried them uh, to the win. Also, it helps with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing those uh, four uh, touchdown passes. The man amongst boys, George Kittle, is he back? Is he fully healthy? And uh, being uh, proven why he's one of the best top two tight ends, him and Travis Kelsey. There's no one really uh, other than that closer. Uh, in uh, today's game and also it was San Francisco uh, winning its uh, third uh, straight uh, game to uh, get up there and uh, there are winners of the five of their last seven now they're tied with the Seahawks the more things change the more things stay the same as now the Niners are six and four and they're tied with the Seahawks for uh, the NFC West lead they're at the top and Garoppolo was 20 of a 29, a 228 yards. And this really was kind of close in the first half up until really the second quarter. Uh, the 49ers really started to pour it on. And then they also poured it on there in the third quarter as well. Never uh, really close after a little bit there in the first half. But Cardinals, 49ers, they, 49ers are going one way. Cardinals are going a completely other Away uh, as this was the second straight game uh, they were without Kyler Murray. Now uh, the previous week the Cardinals pulled off the uh, victory because the Rams were without uh, Matthew Stafford as well and Cooper Cup banged up as well. So uh, Cole McCoy got the start once again and did not fare as well uh, this time around as it did last week against LA as it couldn't put together anything. 24 of 34, 218 yards and an interception and. Uh, Sacked three times, and he was hit uh, other times as well. And so uh, they were really uh, trying to get after him, and they were making him uncomfortable. And sure enough, they did just that. Also, Debo Samuel rushed for a touchdown as well. Saw before the game, uh, George Kittle, of course, a guy 
from my own heart. A uh, big wrestling fan uh, there. As I uh, saw that he was uh, dapping up and, and getting a, a special mask there from Pinta L Zero, uh, Pinta Jr. That's right, uh, AEW wrestler uh, there uh, last night. We just talked about that a little bit yesterday. But uh, getting a little special mask uh, from him as George Kittle, huge wrestling guy. He had four receptions, did George Kittle, and two of those went for touchdowns. So uh, very efficient there, including that 39-yarder uh, there and 84 yards uh, there, right there, that was a poor tackle right there by the uh, Cardinals there on that <laughs> Kittle uh, run. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey only carried it seven times. Rushing uh, wasn't the name of the game for the 49ers. It looked like, you know, Elijah Mitchell, 59 yards. Christian McCaffrey, 39. Christian McCaffrey did have seven grabs out of the backfield, 67 uh, yards uh, there. And uh, so 49ers, hey, get it done. They pulled out against uh, Cole McCoy as uh, the backup does not get the job done uh, this time around for Arizona. And the reason why it was significant to uh, start the show with this was that, you know, like I said, the 49ers and Seahawks now are tied at the top of the NFC West there. And that's significant because on my team, the Rams, they are going in the complete opposite direction of you know, the 49ers, just like the Cardinals, as uh, they've been hit with the injury bug. As And now the Rams, after Sunday, find themselves in the basement. After that loss to the Saints, find themselves in the basement of the NFC West. Three and a seven there. Things are looking good out in L.A. Uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, is he in percussion protocol? Is he not in concussion protocol? Uh, either way, he uh, exited the game on a Sunday against the Saints with another uh, he wasn't concussion protocol, and that's why he got taken out. But you know, if they reevaluated him uh, today or tomorrow, but uh, and Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be out for an extended period of time. So you say we always say all the time: is the sky falling? Well, the sky might be falling uh, there at LA. A three and seven don't have a lot of time to turn it around uh, here. As you know, we can win. We are in week number eleven. As yes, already uh, flown by. We're already at a Thanksgiving week. Of course, we got three games on uh, Thanksgiving this time around, as uh, per tradition. And it looks like the uh, 49ers next up, they'll be uh, taking on the team that just beat the uh, Rams, and that would be uh, the uh, New Orleans uh, Saints. As it looks like the 49ers have another matchup with the uh, Seahawks coming up in about uh, three weeks. Thereafter, they take on the uh, Bucks. There, that looks like that'll be on. Well, it's 7:15, so that means it's Monday Night Football, or it is uh, Thursday Night Football. That looks like that's going to be on the Thursday Night matchup. So, I mean, hey, we were dogging on some of these early matchups for Thursday Night Football. Well, and that one for 49ers and Seahawks, at least right now, that could be uh, a long way in determining the NFC. A West champion and week number two, 49ers beat the Seahawks 27 to two uh, seven uh, there. I don't think Seahawks had found their stride uh, quite yet uh, there, but the Cardinals have to uh, bounce back and we'll see if this uh, injury lingers on for uh, Kyler Murray as uh, Cardinals dropped three of their last four games and uh, their next up is the Chargers and we'll see if they can uh, stop Justin Herbert. Uh, there, you know, then they got the Patriots and Broncos, 
And then uh, it looks like the Cardinals finish up with the uh, 49ers in the regular season uh, finale uh, there. I'm just curious, what's uh, what's the Rams' the schedule look like? Who do we got uh, next after this little four-game losing streak that the Rams are on? Oh, that's right. We got Kansas City and Arrowhead. Yeah, just an easy game uh, right there in that environment, especially if uh, Matthew Stafford isn't going to go, if Cooper Cup isn't uh, patrolling uh, the uh, uh, receiver room. Ah, tough one. Uh, and then the Seahawks after that, man. Packers, Broncos, Chargers left. Seahawks again. So we have the Seahawks coming up twice. Eh, not looking good there for uh, from our Rams, including a tough matchup uh, this upcoming week. And uh, like I said, week number 11 in the uh, books. We got three games on uh, Thanksgiving coming up on uh, Thursday. So uh, fill up your bellies with uh, turkey, stuffing, mashed potato, all the fixings. And, of course, you can sit down and watch some Lions football, Cowboys football tradition in households all across America. And we keep getting reminded how badly Detroit Lions are year in and year out. And they've actually been playing pretty well the uh, last couple of games. Uh, I know that they barely squeaked one out against the Bears, but uh, they got the Bills this week on a Thanksgiving Currently a Buffalo favored by nine and a half points. So they're playing their second game in Detroit after last week was technically a home game. This uh, Who knows how many of those Bills Mafia decided to uh, come a week early and decided to stay for a Thursday's game as well. Uh, the Cowboys matchup this week is uh, against the Giants on Thanksgiving. Uh, currently the Cowboys favored by nine points in uh, this one as both teams seven and three. So, Neck and neck for second place there in the NFC East. That's a big one, and it's actually a pretty good matchup. You know, when you drew it on paper at the very beginning of the season, ah, the Giants should be an easy win for the Cowboys. Well, not so much, and maybe not this time around. As this is the second meeting between uh, the Cowboys and uh, Giants this season, I believe. Yes, week three, uh, the uh, Giants lost to the Cowboys, 23-16. There, and then the nightcap on a Thanksgiving, you know, after you've had maybe your second or third helpings of all Thanksgiving dinner, you can have the uh, Patriots and the Vikings to look forward to this time around. Yeah, Vikings, see if they can bounce back. I know this is technically prime time for uh, Kirk Cousins, but... Um, eh, Vikings, I think they can beat the uh, Patriots. Just got to make sure they protect Kirk Cousins a little bit and not let everyone free rush at Kirk Cousins like uh, Cowboys uh, did on a Sunday. So uh, that wraps it up for week in number 11. We're on to week 12. Of course, the Bears there in New Jersey to take on the uh, Jets. Jets, they're kind of a dumpster fire uh, right now. It looks like Zach Wilson's lost the locker room, not committed. Uh, Coach Sala not committed to him, but you can hear more about that on ESPN Radio. Probably Barnheim. They got that covered. And the Colts actually have the uh, Monday night game uh, this week as uh, they got the uh, Steelers on a Monday Night Football there in Indy. Currently right now, Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites. My goodness. As I was scrolling down uh, for the Steelers and Colts game, Chiefs-Rams, Chiefs favored by two touchdowns. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what you get when Matthew Stafford's out. All right, so uh, that does it for uh, football, and I got more stuff to uh, talk about. Let's talk more stuff about the uh, local level. Let's talk about uh, local basketball boys and uh, girls basketball action and coming at you on the other side of the break we'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game 
we need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Black Friday is here, and Rule King has deals that cannot be beat, like 20% off all boots and 30% off all toys. Plus, get men's and women's Ariat hoodies for only $24.99 and my pillows for just $14.99 apiece. Oh, and doors open at 6 a.m. on Friday for all you early birds. So get unbeatable Black Friday deals while they last at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. It's estimated that approximately 15% of the adult population will experience depression at one time or another throughout life. That means there are currently over 300 million people in the world currently living with depression. Whatever the cause for some of these individuals, the emotional pain will become too much and they will consider suicide as an option of escape. They don't really want to die, they just don't know how to deal with the pain they are experiencing. You can start a conversation, provide support, and direct them to help. We can work together to prevent suicide and save lives. Remember, you're not alone, don't give up, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org/chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9 with it in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Chris Canty and Chris Carlin are Canty and Carlin. This is the problem. Zach Wilson went to BYU, has always been in a position where he was the best player on the field, and you could make any play that you wanted on the outside, and somebody's going to go get it for you. When you're throwing against Central Florida, that's not a problem. When you're throwing against the New England Patriots, it's a problem. Stop believing that you can make every single play that there is. You are not Aaron Rodgers. You are not Brett Favre. You are not Tom Brady. You are not anybody else. You are a young quarterback who is the second overall pick. He should be a whole lot better than he is right now, and you're not. This is not hard to understand that this is not about keeping you entertained and whether you're bored by having to throw the ball away. It's about making the right play. You lost the game. Canty and Carlin, weekdays on 98.9 The Game. And now, the starting lineup. With the five wins, I think they'll have enough playoff points. This is Marty Stock at Hunters Plus with some money-saving ideas. Start with a great... On 98.9 The Game.
back in to the starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks hanging out with you today, playing a solo. Let's take a look at some local sports action that happened around the area last night in a basketball. Boys basketball officially got tipped off last night. St. Anthony Thanksgiving tournament we'll talk about here in a second. But let's first start off with the game that was on our airways over on 100.5, 105.5 at Jack FM. And that was the Altamonte Lady Indians as they are still Three games out, three wins in a row. They are now 3-0 as they defeated the Flora Lady Wolves 52-46 in their opening contest in the Bob Kearns tournament there in Newton. And it was a close game, really, I almost say throughout, you know, third quarter. Altamont put a little distance between themselves. They had that little... 8-1 run there in the third quarter, and then uh, Flora kind of made it a little bit tighter uh, there as the quarter went on, and uh, only losing by four there, obviously. Uh, but uh, this was really, uh, you know, uh, they were tied at 10 after one quarter. Altima, you know, got the one-point lead at the half. You know, they did have that little bit of a flurry, a little bit of a run in the third to have their biggest lead of the night, but then Flora chipped away and got back in it, and only... Uh, trailing by one or two points there at that point in the third. And then, you know, Altamai getting uh, outscored him 12 to 10 in the final uh, quarter there. And it ended up being a final of 50 to 46. And uh, Grace Nelson obviously uh, got her points as uh, she poured in a 34 on of the night. Uh, three uh, straight games now uh, for her uh, over the 30-point uh, mark This uh, to start off this uh, season. She also uh, had eight rebounds in uh, this one. Uh, the next closest person uh, uh, besides Nelson, uh, no one hit a double figures. And uh, Claire Bame, she did have eight points there, including a couple of rebounds. Uh, Peyton Osteen, she had six points. And his sister Kylie Osteen had a, a couple points as well. Peyton Osteen hauling out eight rebounds as well. So a good rebounding effort there for those two girls. Unfortunately, uh, Flora just... Uh, I'll rebounded them 34-32, but that's all right. And, uh, you know, Flora looks like they had uh, a lot of turnovers, 23 of them. Altamont had eight, uh, had uh, 16 turnovers there. Again, you, you like to see that shooting percentage a little bit higher, 28%. It seems like that's what they struggled a little bit with last year as well. It, I don't know. First three games, it just uh, – Looks just like uh, another effort that Arizona, the Lady Indians haven't really found their stride uh, just quite yet. And uh, last night at the Bob Kearns uh, tournament, of course, was significant because what we've been talking about leading up to the tournament was the uh, shot clock was involved in uh, this uh, tournament. All the teams agreed uh, to that, and it didn't seem like it really affected the game uh, too much at all whatsoever, even though we did have a, a shot clock uh, violation uh, there, I think it went on Altamont, and uh, Eric brought that up in the the post game, or uh, at least uh, he told me about that um, with uh, Coach Lurkins about possibly uh, the uh, first shot clock violation being involved in that in the state of Illinois. So hey, maybe we made some history uh, last night. But speaking of history, uh, we're uh, Wednesday could be a pretty significant night for. 
Uh, Altamont and could be a significant uh, night of 401. Uh, Grace Nelson has uh, it's significant because she's only uh, 20 points away uh, from a, the school record for uh, most points, and you know she's only a junior, so she can uh, accumulate more. So 20 points away from some history ha could be happening on uh, Wednesday. So you'll want to stay stay tuned uh, for that as that will uh, follow the FEM Florida game on Wednesday. And it's against the host school, Newton, on Wednesday at approximately 7.30. And you can catch some history possibly over on a Jack FM. But I know that Grace probably doesn't really matter about the history. It's all about getting the win. And, you know, if they can accomplish both, go 4-0. Plus getting the all-time uh, scoring record uh, there would be an A-plus effort uh, there. So Altamont picks up a, another win uh, there and then they're also in action on a Friday as well in the afternoon. They'll take on Effingham and uh, hey, Effingham they picked up the win over Newton last night, 39 to 23 was the uh, final score in the other game of the uh, night there at the uh, Bob Kearns uh, tournament. It was uh, Ella Niebergy she had a uh, 10 points for the Hearts. Uh, Mapes she had nine. Uh, Beals she had eight. And a Newton was a led by Kessler, who had a 10 points. That was the only girl that was in double digits for uh, the Lady Eagles. So uh, Lady Eagles on tap for the uh, Lady Indians coming up on Wednesday as they take the night off uh, tonight. Let's take a look at some other boys basketball action uh, from last night. I mentioned the St. Anthony Thanksgiving tournament as per tradition. And it was St. Anthony picking up the win over Robinson of 52-43 last night as Brock Fearday. He led the way for the uh, Bulldogs as he had a 17 points. Willenberg poured in a 9 points. Uh, Martelli, he had 8 points. Uh, there it was Robinson actually leading in the uh, first half as they had the lead 23-19 at uh, halftime. But then 19-11, uh, a third quarter bounce back for uh, St. Anthony, and uh, they never looked back after that. And it was the Werns leading the way for Robinson. He had 12 uh, Parker, he had uh, 10 points there for the uh, Maroons, so a little bit of a comeback there uh, for St. Anthony after a little bit of a uh, slow start. So uh, St. A picks up the uh, win, and they pick up their first uh, win of the season. And as I mentioned with uh, Coach Rinker uh, the other day in our interview, they only won one game. It was the, on the last day. It was championship day. Last year in the Thanksgiving the Turkey Tournament, that they it's the only game that they won. But now they're off to a, a better start and uh, pulling it out on a night number one for St. Anthony. Another local team in that pulled one out last night in the opening round of uh, the uh, Turkey Tournament. That was uh, Totopolis as they defeated Rantoul by the final of a 68-2049. Seamer, he poured in a 17 uh, points and uh, Brennan Niebury had a 15 and it was basically no one else had double figures for the shoes but it was a balanced scoring if you look at the the scoring sheet everyone up and down uh, this uh, roster and a coach Rader talked about you know the depth uh, of the team and uh, when we talked to him last week and uh, it really showed you know you know only two guys in double figures but everyone else was kind of right there and you know six eight points um, so a lot of different scores there uh, for the shoes. And uh, they got to an early lead, 23-12 to 12 after the first quarter, and they never looked back. So uh, shoes open up the uh, turkey tournament with a win, and I believe they got in uh, second place in this uh, tournament 
uh, last year. I believe they lost to Breeze Central in the championship game on that Saturday. So, topless, St. Anthony, victorious. Tell you about what's happening in the turkey tournament uh, coming up uh, tonight here in just a second. But also last night in the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament, it kicked off as it's a Casey. They defeated Oka Valley 62-45 last night. So uh, Casey and Coach Brandon starting off the uh, season well with a uh, opening around a W there over Oka Valley. And we also had a Dietrich pick up the win over a Vandalia by the final of a 59-47 was the uh, final uh, there. Looks like Wessendorf led the way for the Maroons. He had 17 points. Kidd had 15, and Gephardt had a 10. The only double-digit scores there for the uh, Maroons. And for the uh, Vandals, looks like they were led by Preston uh, Niestrek. As he had a 16 points, read well. He had a 10, and a no one else finished in a double figures. Uh, there it was actually, you know, uh, Vandalia taking the lead there, 32-27. Uh, but then uh, Dietrich came and went on a little bit of a run there, and they took the lead back. They went on a 10-0 run to take the lead back, and then uh, some turnovers there. It seemed like in the fourth for Vandalia really kind of doomed them, and uh, Dietrich pulled away. After that, they led by as many as 15 points in the uh, final quarter. A uh, shout-out to I-70 uh, Sports and Todd Stapleton, our friends down in Vanadelia from our sister stations down there for some of that info. Uh, there as Dietrich picks up the opening round win, and they'll advance to uh, take on Casey in the championship portion of the brackets uh, there in uh, Cumberland, and it'll be Oka Valley and Vandalia. Sliding in the consolation sign of things. Mulberry Grove uh, tournament there. We saw Father McGivney defeat Ramsey by the final of 59-32. to uh, 32. We had a St. Elmo Brownstown. We had Coach Fiesel on the other day. And uh, SEB picks up their first win of the season on opening night. 72-38. to uh, 38. Nice effort uh, there over uh, Mount Olive. And it looks like SEB uh, got off to a early lead of 22-11. They outscored Mount Olive 15-2-7 and 21-10 in the uh, third quarter to really pull away uh, there. Uh, the Eagles shot 55% from the field and Looks like they were led by Jarrett Paisley, who uh, ended up finishing with a 22 points. That's the biggest output that I've seen uh, so far, at least last night. Wyatt Stein, he had a 13. Campbell had 10. And Schwab, he had a 10 points as well. So four players in the double figures there for SEB. So a nice a little start there in the Mulberry Grove tournament for them. And speaking of Mulberry Grove, the host school, they beat Lebanon a 64-44. A Last night, and in the the uh, Danville Schlarman uh, Topper Classic, it was Bismarck Kenny over Paris, 66 to uh, 54. Uh, there, in other girls action uh, from last night, we had a Nioga defeat a Marshall, 66 to uh, 50. Cindy Richards had a 15. Uh, Samson she added 14, and Warman added a 10. Uh, the double digit scores there for the uh, Lady Indians, and so. They're 2-0 after picking up a win over A&M last week. And now Coach Romack there and the Indians starting off 2-0. North Clay over Oblong Palhut, and uh, they won this one by the final of 53-26. South Central over Ramsey, 56-16. Looks like uh, Laney Webster had 19 points for uh, South Central. Garrett, she had uh, 17 points as well, so uh, South Central 
picking up the win over Ramsey. Sullivan over Arcola, 45 to 41. It was Arthur over Shelbyville, 54 to 42. And the Comet Classic is Oakwood over Casey, 53 to 25. The final there in girls basketball. For a seventh grade, a junior high a girls basketball in one semifinal, we had North Clay over Tri County and Martinsville over Oakland Lakecrest. So they'll match up in the Martinsville Regional Championship. Uh, Sigle St. Michael uh, Regional Semifinals, it was a Pena Sacred Heart over Nioga, and it was Sigle St. Michael over Decatur Lutheran. In 2A, the South Fork Regional, it was a Paris Crestwood over a Bismarck Kinney and a Armstrong Ellis over a Salt Fork. No matchup in the regional final there. St. Anthony uh, Regional, we had Altamont over uh, Brownstown St. Elmo and uh, Winters Two Straws uh, over Beecher City. And in 3A, we had Paris Mayo over Georgetown and Mary Miller. And we had Arthur over Tolono Unity. And in the uh, Topless Regional, it was Topless over Lawrenceville Parkview and uh, Newton over Robinson and Nuttall there. And that was all in a seventh grade of girls basketball postseason action. Tonight, we got a more boys of basketball. We got the Cumberland Thanksgiving tournament continuing there on the other side of the bracket, if you will. It is Newton and North Clay. That should be a heck of a ball game uh, there. We had Coach Beerman on the show uh, last week and uh, talking about the Newton Eagles season. That should be a fun little matchup. Both teams were great. Uh, last season and uh, North Clay of course hey some hype around them you know with our athleticism and uh, whatnot so uh, they could be a big factor in the NTC uh, this year we know Coach Zinkin does a, a great job and you know I'm not just saying that maybe a little biased but you know I'm not just saying that and uh, Cumberland uh, they are uh, started off the season tonight against Marshall and uh, that's going to be the first game of the night there in uh, Cumberland so uh, if you can't make it out to the game over in Cumberland, Eric will have the call over on a WCRA for that first time that we get to see Coach Radel and the uh, Pirates on the floor this season. And it's again Marshall, so we can't wait to take a look at that. Turkey tournament continues there in the Enlow Center tonight. It's Matt Toon against Rand Tool. It's FEM starting off the season. We had Coach Farmer on last week talking about the hard season, and they're going to be matched up with Breeze Central. Tough out. There in the game number one for the Hearts, and it's the shoes in action. It's Topless taking on Highland in the nightcap tonight. Morgerbury Grove tournament continues tonight. Lebion against Mount Olive, uh, Potoka against Father McGivney, and Ramsey against Cotton Herrick, Peter City, a CHBC's first game. There in the Topper Classic is Paris against Covington, Indiana. In the uh, Sarah Gordo Thanksgiving tournament, it's uh, Shelbyville against Hayworth, and Windsor's Two Straws and uh, Sarah Gordo. The Tri-County Thanksgiving Tournament. It's Villa Grove against Tri-County. And we also have some other non-Turkey Tournament action. It's Flora out of South Central. I had Coach Doring on the program last week. And Arthur Lovington out with him and is at Sullivan tonight. And also first game of the night for the Altamont Indians or first game of the season for the Altamont boys as they'll take on Morton. That's right. They're taking on Morton, basically going all the way to Peoria. Uh, there, Morton's about 10 minutes away from uh, Peoria, so it's about a two-hour and 30-minute trip for uh, Altamont. And uh, that game, JV game, is slated to uh, start at 5:30, so it might be a little bit of an earlier start uh, there. So maybe tune in before uh, 7 o'clock over on uh, Jack FM. 
of the coverage for you. I'm making the uh, trip up there to uh, Morton. Can't wait to see a lot of excitement for the uh, boys team this year for Altima. Can't wait to uh, see them in action. I know Morton, a little bit of a jump in, you know, classification and enrollment. Morton 3A and Altima, of course, only a 1A. So uh, I'll tell you more about the uh, game coming up uh, later tonight, including Morton. A pretty unique mascot, the Potters is what they are uh, nicknamed. So uh, very uh, uh, excited to see a new gym and a new portion of the estate that I don't really see uh, that often. Don't make, don't make too many trips up to uh, Peoria, but uh, you know, not quite going to Peoria, but I'll basically be there. Uh, they say a stone's throw away from Peoria, so uh, that's where I'll be at uh, tonight. Uh, there to take on Altamont. So if you can't make the uh, long uh, trek up there to uh, Morton, I got you covered. And you can just uh, sit in the comforts of your own home and uh, listen over there on uh, Jack FM or on the stream as well. Uh, Counter Beecher City Thanksgiving tournament in uh, girls basketball uh, begins tonight. I believe this is the first night of it. It's uh, CHBC taking on Ramsey, Dietrich against Red Hill, Cumberland against Macon Meridian. Brownstown St. Elmo against Windsor Stu Straws in the Comet Classic. KZ back in action against Tri-County. And in the non-tournament action, it's North Clay at Weber. And it's a St. Joe Ogden visiting Paris. So, oh man, that closes the book for local sports uh, for you today. And, uh, well, not quite sure when uh, we'll uh, be uh, joining you again. And uh, Thursday, of course, we are off because of uh, Thanksgiving. Not quite sure what we've decided for uh, Friday. And I am not going to be here tomorrow. So we'll have to see what Eric does uh, tomorrow. Um, no promises. No promises for a show uh, tomorrow. But uh, definitely a no show uh, on a Thursday and I'm not sure what we're doing uh, yet, as of yet on a Friday. We might drop a special uh, pod. I know we always try to say that, but uh, my, it doesn't really work out very well if we if we miss two days in a row uh, there. We'll just have to see, and we'll just have to play it by ear. You're, on, you're along for the ride uh, with us. And uh, coming up next here, i got to take a, a break and uh, catch my breath a little bit here, and we're going to talk a little college football when uh, we return to the action on uh, Saturday, and we'll take a look at those college football rankings that will be uh, revealed later tonight? Question mark? Eh, I'll have to look that up. Either way, college football coming at you next. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed. In 1896, if you wanted to get your stuff from point A to point B, it could take months as you breathe the elements with your caravan of horse-drawn carriages. Many lives were lost and goods perished along the way. Aren't you glad it's not 1896? Worth Computer Repair is glad it's not 1890 and they can help you get your emails, messages, pictures, whatever you need sent to your family, friends, or customers there in a flash. Call Worth Computer Repair for a new or refurbished computer today and get your stuff there in a flash. Call 618-292-1002. What do you love most about the cooler weather? Snuggling under a warm blanket? Holidays with the family? What about the flu? Ah, uh, not so much. Getting your flu shot at Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy is the first line of defense in protecting you, your family, and the community. Get your flu shot today. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy, your community Health Mart Pharmacy, at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Get 
in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Pennzoil Platinum can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Meet Joe A, Joe B, hello, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with AutoSafe. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, and I also asked Coach, what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season? Well, I tell you what, it's um, it's ironic. I was talking with a couple people about that. Uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip. Back to the starting lineup on ninety-eight nine, the game. Travis Sparks here, their Sports Center update. The St. Louis Blues scored a pair of third period goals in their 3 1 win over the Anaheim Ducks at Enterprise last night. Justin Falk broke a 1 1 tie with under five minutes left in a regulation. St. Louis has won its last seven contests to improve to a 10 8 0. And the Blues visit Buffalo tomorrow night. St. Louis Cardinals are well represented on the 2023 Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. Four former players appeared on the final ballot, including first-year nominees Carlos Beltran, Johnny Peralta, what, and John Lahecki. The trio would join former third baseman Scott Rowland, who was on the ballot for the sixth time after earning 63% of the vote last year. Rowland was with the team for 2002 until 2007, and the Hall of Fame results will be revealed on January 24th. College basketball action yesterday. Eastern Illinois crushed St. Mary's of the Woods 102-2040. We also had Western Illinois losing to Texas Rio Grande 78-77. And we had Southwest Missouri State hosting William the Woods tonight. Bulls take down the Boston Celtics and for the final three quarters. They won 121-107 over Boston at United Center last night. And... Chicago led by as many as 21 points in the victory. Welcome back in here to the starting lineup here. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry not here today. And uh, Travis Sparks flying solo, hitting the sports center as well. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to grade myself C minus. C minus for today. Didn't get to as much as I wanted to uh, there in that sports center hit. But. I'll uh, save it for the pod. All right, so uh, coming up, let's talk a little college football as the uh, college of football rankings will be released soon. Will there be any changes in the top four? Probably not. Probably one team going to be knocking on the uh, doorstep depending on their outcome uh, for uh, this upcoming game. Uh, Then this this past Saturday, though, uh, number one, Georgia, eh, took care of business against Kentucky. I mean... Wasn't quite that impressive. 16 to 2 uh, 6. So uh, they're still undefeated there in the SEC, well on their way to the uh, SEC title game there and firmly planted themselves number one. 
Uh, number two, Ohio State. They had a little bit of a scare in the second half, or in the first half, I guess you'd say, but they uh, finally pulled away there, took control really in the third quarter. Maryland tried to keep it close in the second, but or in the fourth, but couldn't do it. 43 to uh, 30 was the final. Ohio State picking up the uh, win ahead of their uh, big matchup this upcoming Saturday. TCU, they pull it out, man. It was the fire drill there at the very end with the game-winning field goal. I don't even know why you uh, it was executed to perfection. I don't know why you'd even put yourselves in that situation to even use the fire drill. Uh, they ran the ball there, and then they ran the uh, field goal unit out there and uh, with really they had a couple of seconds to spare. So they, like I said, they ran it to perfection, but they uh, barely squeaked by Baylor 29-28 to keep their undefeated season alive and to keep their playoff hopes alive as well. Hope that close game doesn't affect them in the uh, rankings. I doubt it will. Uh, Tennessee, their season's pretty much over, man. As uh, Hooker was announced that he had a torn ACL or something. And so he's done for the season. And uh, Tennessee's done for the year as well. As they lost to South Carolina, 63-38. to uh, 38. Hey, I forgot that Spencer Radler uh, entered the transfer portal and went to South Carolina. Who knew? Didn't know that until Saturday until I saw the final of that Tennessee game. Six touchdown passes for uh, Spencer Radler and leading South Carolina over at Tennessee, 63-38. LSU takes care of business against a uh, tough SEC school that was not UNAB, 41-210. They won easily. Uh, USC keeping their playoff hopes alive. They pull one out against UCLA there in the Rose Bowl, 48-45. And uh, what a it's a great game late night in the uh, Pac-12. Uh, Alabama they won another tough matchup. They beat Austin P. Thirty-four nothing. Clemson uh, number nine uh, currently last week they destroyed Miami forty to ten, keeping their uh, playoff hopes alive as well. Uh, Oregon they squeaked by Utah twenty to seventeen. Penn State all over Rutgers fifty-five ten. Georgia Tech over I over North Carolina, twenty-one to a seventeen. Not sure how that affects North Carolina in the ACC. That was their first law conference loss. Old Miss they lost to Arkansas, forty-two to twenty-seven. And there was a rumors yesterday of Lane Kiffin possibly leaving for Auburn. And Lane Kiffin, boy, oh boy. He knows how to do the social media thing. He went scorched earth on the uh, reporter that reported that uh, he was going for Auburn. He's like, this is news to me, pal. Uh, I guess he's not. Uh, or we might find out at the end of the season that he is. He was just, But then, you know, he, he was talking a lot about <laughs> Jimbo Fisher, got on some of the stuff that he said. So I think that if you uh, do what you did uh, to Tennessee and then you do it again to Old Miss after you've been just blatantly denied uh, this, that Auburn hasn't contacted you at all whatsoever, and then you come out and you might go to Auburn, it would be a bad look for, for Lane Kiffin. But then again, his track record, though. Uh, Kansas State winners over West Virginia, 48-31. Washington all over Colorado, 54-7. Uh, Notre Dame over Boston College. Weather comes at you fast. There in the second half, it looked like a normal game, and then in the fourth quarter, the – the snow started to uh, pile on the field and just uh, just a blanket of white snow 
44 nothing over Boston College, Florida State all over Louisiana, Navy over UCF. It was Oklahoma over Oklahoma State in Bedlam, 28-13. Oklahoma State just can't beat Big Brother uh, over Oklahoma. I don't think that Coach Gundy has a very good track record against the Sooners. Oregon State all over Arizona State, 31-7. Louisville over NC State, 25-10. You know, Cincinnati, 23-3 over Temple. And the uh, College of Football rankings, uh, of course, uh, the top four has stayed the same in the AP polls. We're awaiting the uh, playoff rankings to uh, be revealed tonight or tomorrow, I believe. And uh, Ohio State did receive one AP vote for first place, of course. Uh, that sets up the uh, big matchup, the big game. I love how uh, petty this rivalry uh, can be. And uh, all the M's crossed out, of course, on campus this week for Ohio State. It's Ohio State, Michigan, a two uh, versus a three. Ohio State looking to get revenge, looking to uh, get back on their winning ways in this rivalry after you know, only one game, but it's a losing streak for them, uh, especially to their rival. And it seems like more often than not, when these two are, like, matched up highly in the polls, one versus two, it's always in Ohio State, and it's in Columbus again uh, this week. Currently right now they're favored by 7.5 over their arch rivals. Uh, then USC, they moved up a couple of spots, and so they're right there at number five. So we'll see what the committee uh, says. I don't think that they'll bump TCU out of there, especially with the precedent that they set. But, you know, who knows? We'll just have to see. And USC is just waiting for TCU to fall there, and USC would uh, slide in there. Of course, they got to take care of business against Notre Dame this week, and they got to take, take care of business in the Pac-12 championship as well. LSU State put there at 6. Clemson, they moved up a couple of spots to a 7. Tennessee fall the way to a 9. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, big movers there, 13 in the polls. It just seemed like, weren't they just almost out of it? Or were they out of the top 25 just a couple weeks ago? And now they're at number 13 in the country. Moved up five spots again this week. Uh, Utah, they went down four spots. Kansas State, Florida State both moved up four North Carolina tumbled a little bit of five. Old Miss tumbled to six. Texas is jumping back in there. And uh, UCF almost just barely hanging on there. Down eight spots there. And, uh, yeah, I don't even see Illinois. Oh, Illinois, 12 votes in the AP there. So uh, good on those 12 people voting Illinois in there. Iowa, five. Purdue getting two uh, votes in the latest polls. And yes, that's right, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, possibly Iowa, after all this, they have they could be setting themselves in a position to win the Big Ten West, win a Big Ten berth in the championship game uh, coming up against either Michigan or Ohio State. So after all this, after all the offensive turmoil that Iowa has gone through with their offensive coordinator, uh, they could be going to the championship game after all. But uh, currently Iowa and Purdue both tied. Uh, who does Iowa have last on the schedule here? Iowa closing out the series against Nebraska. Should be an easy win, right? Purdue is against Indiana. Rivalry game with IU there. Of course, uh, Indiana. Iowa would hold the tiebreaker. They won 24-3 over them. That's right. Uh, Purdue lost that before beating Illinois uh, that, that week. So 
Oh boy, of course, Illinois Northwestern and coming up for the Lincoln Land uh, Trophy as well, and get the Illini two by eight wins. Uh, still, uh, no shot at the West, right? I mean, Iowa take care of business. Purdue take care of business. Both of them. Well, Illinois would have the tiebreaker over Iowa, but they, Purdue would have the tiebreaker over Illinois. We needed to win both of our last two games to get into the West. Uh, to represent the West in the Big Ten Championship game. Oh, well, what could have been, right? Uh, we move on, and we're on the two uh, Northwestern who hasn't um, won on American soil uh, this year. All right, so uh, let's close it out talking about more uh, national uh, sports. Let's talk about NBA, NHL, World Cup. We'll see all uh, that I can get to coming up to uh, close out the star lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. Hmm, no. You know, we really lost our stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. CSX Transportation is an industry leader on the move. The railroad company has immediate openings for freight train conductors. Join the CSX team and start your paid-on-the-job training today, earning nearly $25 per hour with no degree required. If you're safety-focused with a passion for great service, you've got what it takes to move your career forward at CSX. Apply at CSX.com careers. That's CSX.com careers. CSX is an equal opportunity employer. Will they find a home? Sponsored by GEICO. Jane doesn't mind an apartment with no elevator. Five flights of stairs is five flights of cardio. Bob is a little less enthusiastic about stairs. I hate stairs. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle renters and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Jane and Bob found an apartment that's a four-story walk-up. And Bob? Yeah, there's a freight elevator she doesn't know about. What were you talking about? Oh, uh, nothing. Bundling without compromise at GEICO.com. Need assistance with door and window projects? The Home Depot can help. From inspiration and materials to ordering and installation, our free Millwork virtual apron service can get you moving and doing. Plus, we speak Spanish too. Our associates can help you tackle complex jobs without you leaving the job site, saving you time and money. Call us at 1-833-HD-APRON or visit homedepot.com MVA. The Home Depot. 
how doers get more done. And now. I mean, I didn't have the hate for Ohio State that I do now. Ohio State, Indiana, Wisconsin are all dead to me. Michigan? The starting lineup. I'm okay with Michigan over those three. On 98.9 The Game. Indiana, Wisconsin, Ohio State are the three worst Big Ten schools. Can't believe you left out Michigan. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. I'm only here on 98.9. We're a smidge a bit longer. Let's close it out uh, talking about uh, some uh, national sports. Speaking of the uh, biggest sport in the world, soccer yesterday uh, from the World Cup. USA all the way. Well, they drew with Wales. 1-1 one one was the uh, final like I said, can someone please put this in sports terms that I can understand? Uh, Timothy, whoa, way you, way a netted a goal for the U.S. in the 36-minute uh, professional broadcaster here, folks. Uh, Garrett Bale also converted on a penalty in the 82nd minute to save a point for Wales. USA uh, back in action against England on a Friday. Ooh, hey, that should be a, a good one. Three Alliance. The Three Lions, whatever that means. We need a Group B after uh, dispatching Iran. Oh, England. Uh, duh. Iran 6-2 uh, in their matchup uh, yesterday. And then also there was an upset this morning, a huge upset uh, over there in uh, Qatar. Saudi Arabia over Arge- Argentina 2-1. to one. I know Messi scores a goal, but Saudi pulls it off the upset as they were huge underdogs uh, there in uh, that one. So, man. So, look at that. You know, you drew with Wales and even one of the best players in the world, if not the best player. You can have an argument between Messi or Ronaldo, right? And Saudi Arabia pulls off the the upset uh, there. So, how about that? Uh, Let's see. Uh, France, Australia, later on today. Um, not sure if any of these other games happened yet. Maybe uh, Mexico and Poland. I don't know if that game's happened yet. It says FT. Uh, maybe that's a draw. I don't know. I'm not quite sure about soccer. All right, uh, so uh, let's see. It looks like I'll have to save the rest for the uh, podcast for NBA and NHL. And also, uh, I was going to mention it during the college football segment, but time just got away from me uh, there. Uh, College football, the game, EA Sports. We're going to have to wait a little bit longer for that. If you haven't heard, I'll talk about that uh, coming up more in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Barn and Han, so uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, stay around on WCRA tonight, Cumberland Pirates in action against Marshall. And then over on a Jack FM, it's the Altamont Indians against the Morton Potters tonight. Boys of Basketball begins on our family of networks. And we'll be back to a recap it. Recap it all. If we don't talk to you, if I don't talk, I won't talk to you. For I won't talk to you for sure. 
uh, till uh, sometime uh, later on uh, this week, possibly. Uh, but have a great uh, Thanksgiving, everyone, and uh, we'll be back uh, for you very, very soon, and I'll catch you in the pod. Thanks for listening to The Starting Lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Welcome to the podcast of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks hanging out with you, flying a solo today. Still got more things to uh, talk about. I told you an hour goes quicker than you think, so I still got more stuff to to talk about that I want to blabber about, but uh, including that college football game uh, news uh, that that we had uh, this morning and kind of broke last night. Uh, but let's take a look at some and also NBA, NHL. Uh, but uh, let's get to some of the things that I didn't get a chance to hit on again. I didn't get a, a lot done in Sports Center today. Don't know why, but uh, the Bears they'll be without a Justin Fields for the foreseeable future. Uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that Justin Fields dislocated his non-throwing shoulder during the loss of the Falcons on Sunday. Uh, Matt Eberflus told reporters yesterday that Fields will be day-to-day, but the 23-year-old quarterback has taken a major step forward this year, throwing 13 touchdowns, 834 rushing yards, and seven rushing scores. Uh, the Bears face the Jets on a Sunday, and it looks like they'll be without Justin Fields' dislocated a shoulder. I guess the bright spot is that it's his non-throwing shoulder, so maybe that won't affect him that heavily. But I'll have to admit I'm not big up on the uh, depth chart for the uh, Bears. Nathan uh, Peterman or Trevor Simeon going to be going uh, for the uh, Bears on Sunday against the Jets. And who knows who the Jets starting quarterback is going to be either. Robert Sala reported that he'll decide on a Sunday who the uh, uh, quarterback will be. Well, no, he won't decide on Sunday, but he's still deciding. The Jets could be shaking things up. Robert Sala said he's still deciding who will start a quarterback against the Bears. Sala added that the team is keeping everything on the table over the next couple of days, and that comes after Zach Wilson's performance, 9 for 22 at 77 yards in Sunday's loss to the Pats. Wilson has started seven games a season, throwing over 1,200 yards, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Michael White and Joe Flacco, of course, could potentially start if the change is made. Um, yeah, and it looks like Zach Wilson, not just the performance, 9 for 22, 77 yards. That's not good, but it doesn't seem like he's getting very good publicity either. You know, he already had that uh, situation happen. With his mom's best friend or whatever uh, that was that he got uh, swept up in. And now he's getting this. And he's also getting, you know, called out for, you know, not being a leader or taking accountability for his bad performances and stuff. So it's a disaster there with the Jets at quarterback. So, um, you know, even though you're looking at uh, Trevor Simeon or Peterman square in the face, you're not going to get much better. I mean, Joe Flacco on the other side. Uh, probably, I mentioned the uh, uh, Cardinals 
players that are up for the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot, well, the Cubs and White Sox also have uh, good representation. Uh, former uh, Cubs pitcher John Lackey, same like the Cardinals, I guess, uh, earned his first nomination. Uh, former White Sox players Mark Burley, Manny Ramirez, Jimmy Rollins. What? Jimmy Rollins? Late in his career? Hmm. Forgot about that. Andrew Jones and Omar Vizquel. Lackey spent two seasons with the Cubs, but... Of course, one of those seasons was 2016. Uh, Burley's the only uh, Southsider to spend more than two seasons with the White Sox. He earned under 6% of the vote in his second appearance on the ballot last year, and the winner or the voting will be announced on January 24th. Uh, mentioned that the Bulls, uh, they snapped the Celtics' win streak while snapping their losing streak. The Pacers extend their winning streak to five. After topping Orlando 123-102, Benning Matherin led the Pacers with 22 points off the bench. Tyrese Halliburton chipped in with 18 and a game-high 14 assists. Pacers now 10-6. They look for their sixth in a row against Minnesota tomorrow. Uh, the Broncos are waving Melvin Gordon. He's rushed for 900 yards in the past two seasons with the Broncos, but he's also uh, fumbled it quite a bit. Fifth. Fumble this season on Sunday. That's why he's getting the getting the axe there. Uh, Kyle Pitts for the Falcons has been placed on IR. He will miss a minimum of four games with uh, the MCL injury. According to ESPN, surgery is likely needed for that MCL, but uh, Arthur Smith would not confirm as Atlanta is still seeking options. Uh, the second-year tight end injured his knee during the third quarter in the win over the Bears, and Pitts will miss a minimum of four games, like I said. Uh, Virginia and Virginia Tech, they're canceling their game in light of the shooting uh, that happened uh, there in uh, Virginia uh, about a week and a half ago, it seems like. Uh, Saturday's scheduled college football game between Virginia and Virginia Tech canceled. That left uh, three Virginia players uh, dead uh, last week in that shooting. Uh, the ACC uh, made the announcement on Monday. It's the second straight game called off since the shooting, which is also has left two others injured. The suspect is a former football player at Virginia, Christopher Darnell June Jones Jr. He's been charged with uh, in connection with those murders. Uh, Joel Embiid will miss some time with a foot injury. Star of the 76ers uh, will uh, rule out for the next two games as he's dealing with a sprained left foot. The All-Star center was injured during the team's loss to uh, Minnesota, and the team also has been without James Harden as he works through a tendon sprain in his foot. It'll be reevaluated later this week will Joel Embiid. Break up the New Jersey Devils. Just like the Blues, they may never lose. Devils. 13 consecutive wins for New Jersey. They picked it up last night. 5-2 win over Edmonton last night. Tied for a franchise record for the 13th straight of victory. Drysdale, Ryan, Nugent Hopkins both scored in losing effort for the Oilers. And the Oilers have dropped two of their last three games. Other players that are significant on the MLB uh, ballot besides those players from the Cubs and Cardinals that we mentioned, uh, Francisco Rodriguez, Hudson Street, uh, Houston Street, and uh, Jared Dream Weaver. Other high-profile candidates is Alex Rodriguez, who's in the second year of eligibility. All voters have a deadline of December 31st to submit their ballots. And Budweiser is going to use their stockpile of beer for the World Cup winter celebration. 
Budweiser is finding a creative solution to, to uh, finding the sudden access excess of a beer that they have. The beer company will use a stock originally meant to be sold during the World Cup games for a celebration for whichever country wins the World Cup. Just two days before the tournament was set to begin, Cutter reversed its decision allowing a beer to be sold inside stadiums. Following a Cutter's decision, Budweiser tweeted out a picture over the weekend showing a huge stockpile looked like heaven. A stockpile of cases of beer being stored in a warehouse. Again, is this heaven or is this Iowa? Uh, Budweiser captured uh, captioned the post with "New day, new tweet. Winning country gets the buds. Who will get them?" <laughs> so, I guess they're not letting all that uh, bud go uh, to waste. Winning country get some Budweiser. Hopefully, nothing more American than a Budweiser. Hopefully, it's America winning the football Lombardi, as Patrick or as Patrick McAfee likes to say. Uh, there so let's quickly uh, take a look at uh, some other things that I didn't get to uh, speaking of that college football I was going to mention this during that college football segment but it looks like EA Sports there was some rumblings that it was never confirmed by EA so uh, the 2023 uh, deadline that we thought or the 23 uh, uh, date or timeline uh, to get a college football game uh, finally back in our hands and in our consoles. Looks like we're going to have to wait until the summer of 2024. Daryl Holt, EA Sports Vice President and a General Manager, told ESPN in an interview that EA Sports College Football is uh, set to launch and arrive the summer of 2024. Uh, for them, it's not about rushing to the market, but ensuring the inaugural edition of what they plan as a yearly title is up to the standard of EA Sports. It's, uh, Holt said that the rumored potential earlier dates of release were con conjecture and that the release had not been delayed. He said that they had a lot to work on and go into the game since they had to start from a square one. A lot of things, of course, went into this about the NIL deals and uh, it went it's going to use real college football players in the game, and the players that will be in the game will be compensated for being in the game. ESPN uh, was learned by EA Sports there. And uh, also another thing uh, that is uh, significant, uh, they uh, uh, say that they are partnering with the uh, CLC to secure the rights to FBS schools, uniforms, stadiums, and other college football traditions with at least 120 schools in the game. Holt said that a host of FBS schools committed, although he would not say which of the 131 FBS schools had not yet signed on. Holt would not say whether Notre Dame, who had said soon after the February 2021 announcement that uh, the EA Sports college football game would be back, uh, Notre Dame said they would not sign on for the game unless the players benefited from the use of their name, image, and likeness has a signed on and Holt did not say what would happen if an FBS school chooses not to commit to being in the game. The game also uh, for this college football game will have secured the rights to all 10 FBS conferences and the college football playoff as well. Holt also would say whether FCS schools and uh, HBCUs and historical black colleges and universities will be included other than to say that the game will be an, an evolving experience. So looks like that's not much hope for some FCS schools and some 
historical black colleges, and maybe they need to put it in the game because we need Deion Sanders uh, roaming the sidelines uh, there at Jackson State. So, uh, old <laughs> did say, <coughs> excuse me. Well, did say that EA Sports is working to make sure as much of the traditions and unique experiences for each school, from stadiums to uniforms, are accurately are included accurately. The feature the game will feature the return of Dynasty Mode, in which a player can control a school throughout multiple seasons, including recruiting and the transfer portal. All right, Road to Glory, in which a player can create a one player and take that player through the college football process. If we're not going to class or we're not having homework like back in the day with uh, Race of the Heisman or whatever that uh, mode was called, awesome thing. You get the Sports Illustrated covers, and uh, that was one of the best things. And now with the recruiting and the transfer portal and whatnot, that is a big thumbs up, but looks like we have to wait little bit longer not next year it looks like we have to wait till 2024 so that's a big bummer because of course the last NCAA game for football was 2014 with Denard Robinson from Michigan on the cover I don't need to tell you that because probably during the pandemic you're watching Big Cat playing the games and leading some teams to national championships and I just saw that uh, the other day when they were in action in Toledo uh, he on the game he won a national championship with Toledo and that earned him the key to the city uh, there for a big cat there just a little interesting uh, fact uh, there so it looks like we have to play uh, if you can or if you have your hands on that NCAA game NCAA 14 you're a lucky person during the pandemic when a big cat was really doing that and streaming the price for that game skyrocketed and uh, it's still pretty high. I think I haven't looked in quite a while. I think the last NCAA football game that I actually have was like 2009. I didn't get one for quite a while. Um, I mean, it was one with Darren McFadden on the cover. I remember that. I remember the cover very vividly, but it's for Xbox. Uh, there was a time where I transitioned from PlayStation to Xbox for all my games because of all the graphics and whatnot. So... All right, so uh, let's take a look quickly here at the uh, NBA because uh, I feel like I've rambled on enough. I need to get out of here. Uh, Cavs, they beat the Hawks 114-102. to uh, Bulls, 121-107. Demir DeRozan with 28. Jason Tatum, not good enough. 28 points for him. Wasn't good enough to uh, snap the Bulls losing streak, so that was good uh, for them. Uh, Bucks over the Blazers, 119 to 111. Uh, Pelicans all over the Warriors here, 1 and 9 on the road. Our Golden State, 128 to 83. Only 83 points for Golden State last night. Ouch, that hurts. Clippers over the Jazz. Not the only other significant game that happened last night. What's happening tonight? Anything big? Anything big going on? TNT doubleheader. We got the Lakers and the Suns in the nightcap. Suns favored by 10. Pistons, Nuggets, Kings, uh, Grizzlies. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got the, the Nets and the 76ers in Philadelphia. We got Ben Simmons going back to uh, Philadelphia. And uh, didn't he go back last year? But he didn't play or he wasn't even involved at all. He didn't even make the trip. He's making the trip this time, and he's probably going to start. He's definitely going to be there. 
So uh, that's going to be interesting, to say the least, that tonight at a 6.30 TNT appointment television, uh, there resounding boos for Mr. Ben Simmons awaiting him uh, there in Philly tonight. So that's about the significant matchup there. What happened in the NHL last night? I already mentioned that the Devils, 13 in a row. They'll never lose again. They're 16-3 and on the season. Uh, let's see. The Bruins over the Lightning, 5-3. to Islanders over the Maple Leafs in OT, 3-2. Also in overtime, the Jets over the Hurricanes, 4-3. The Blues get that victory over the Ducks, 3-2-1. Akari, two goals to lead the way for St. Louis last night. Avalanche pull one out against the Stars, 3-2 in a shootout. The Knights won 5-4 over the uh, Canucks. That's about the most significant things that happened last night in uh, the world of hockey. Anything happening tonight? Just got two matchups here. Not much going on. Sabres, Canadians, Rangers, Kings. All right, anything left on uh, ESPN that I didn't get to? Uh, man, that's pretty significant, right? Uh, Manchester United confirmed that Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the most popular players in the world, I can't even pronounce him, Cristiano Ronaldo has left the club effective immediately following his outspoken interview with Pier with Pierce Morgan. Ronaldo out. Manchester United. Wow. So that's pretty significant, right? I don't even know what he said. He's agreed to a mutual termination of his contract following his explosive interview with Piers Morgan, which he criticized United and the manager. Wow. That's crazy. So, uh, Ronaldo, I, I don't even know what he said. I'll have to look it up. Must have been bad if they let him out of his contract. My goodness. So, there you go. That's the, the breaking news of soccer. Look at this football stuff all over this place. We had messy. Talked about him and getting upset by Saudi Arabia in the World Cup. And now Ronaldo out in Manchester United. So there you go. little soccer news for you to uh, close out of the uh, show. All right, so I really don't think I have anything else uh, left here. So I am uh, going to leave you with this. Ah, that's right. Sweet, sweet sounds of Christmas music because the next time I talk to you will be after Thanksgiving. So it'll be Christmas. We can officially play Christmas music. So get ready for that. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, downloading. And I'll be back to talk to you uh, very soon. I'm off tomorrow. And of course, we're off on uh, Thanksgiving. We'll just have to see what Friday. Uh, brings to us but uh, that does it for me today thanks for listening to me a ramble on and on and i'm just gonna sit back and listen to these uh christmas tunes so uh peace out have a great rest of your day <laughs>